welcome back everybody to another plate stack chat as always i'm jason joining me once again is sam laroche tom is back welcome back tom and this week we have our special guest co-host ellie geldard ellie. well pronounced thank you <laughs> thank you so much yeah i just it just felt natural that that would probably be the way you would pronounce it and mm. You know, I mean, only an idiot would ever think it could be gel, right? <laughs> that would absolutely. Although, to be honest, your Instagram handle is worse because that is just Ellie Gel, and like encourage it. I encourage it, but it's incorrect. Yeah, it is incorrect. Okay, uh, Sam, Tom, you guys all right? I should ask. I am very well, thank you. As he's mentioned, I'm happy to be back after missing the uh, the delights of the or last recording. Yeah which you haven't even been able to hear after the fact. So you don't know what we said about you. We mentioned you quite often on the podcast, but... Um, oh, I, I feel like a, a well-loved absent friend in that case. Yeah, let's, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Sam, you all right? I've just realised my beard looks rubbish, but it's a podcast, so who cares? <laughs> well, we now know what the reel is going to be for this episode. <laughs> Sam combing his beard. Oh, baby. I could do that for hours. I might even, do you know, there was a, there was a little campaign like a, th- a few years ago where it was apparently it was like good for mindfulness for people to like go around stroking other people's beards. And it was on, it was on like Facebook when Facebook was real big and like, not just for groups of people to post stuff that they want to advertise. Um, but like, it, yes, and, and like, my, there must have been like 15 people independently messaged me this particular thing where everyone was like stroking the beard. And I quite, I think that's quite a good idea. So if you see me out and about, feel free, just come and stroke my beard. This took a turn. I'm not sure I was prepared. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ellie, because we invited you on. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll bring, it, I'll bring it back on track. And I know we do a listener, we do a, we normally do a listener shout out. I'm going to do a guest shout out and I'm going to shout out for, for Sam. Sam, today you put up a great post of you smashing the, uh, the I believe it was an early morning workout, right? Uh, well, um, yesterday's. And was it uh, yesterday? It, it was well, actually way, late night, late night workout, that one. Yeah. But you were getting getting back in the gym, and uh, I must say, you are silky smooth on those dumbbell box step overs, <laughs> mate. I, you, that, I mean, there, there were dance moves in there, right? You know, I've I've have seen uh, I've seen barn dances with less well coordinated feet. Yeah, I am uh, I am partial to a, a cheeky Kaylee every now and then, uh, <laughs> which uh, yeah, but um, yeah, man, you don't spend two years at drama school like waste thirty thousand pounds and not come out with the ability to do you know like a a step style five six seven eight <laughs> <laughs> well anyway hat off to you good good uh, good effort okay. now what i'm intrigued to know is how that got us back onto topic but don't worry um we'll roll with it the reason we've got ellie on this this week is actually um we're kind of doing a follow-up on a previous episode which potentially is opening a door. <laughs> and I am very conscious of the fact that we our next episode to actually release is all about PEDs. So opening a door for people to feel free to message us and come on the podcast and share their, their stories um, might backfire. Who knows? But we, we recorded an episode not that long ago that we put out, I guess, quite a few weeks ago now as of, as of this releasing, talking about the idea of, you know, you don't look like a CrossFitter. Right. Um, and we, we very much approach that in the idea of kind of the extremes and, and the, the idea that, you know, people are starting their fitness journeys at all different stages of, 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 of fitness, we could say. So you're going to have people that are much bigger, people that are much smaller. The average kind of is sort of somewhere in the middle. Um, but 
when people think CrossFit, they kind of maybe have immediately, you know, a games athlete in mind. And, and this was the idea. So, so we spoke about that, not vague, but kind of in generalities that way. When we released the episode, Ellie messaged me saying, oh, I hear this all the time. And I was quite shocked because the last time I saw Ellie, well, I could see the only time I've seen Ellie in person was at the British Masters Championships where you came joint first, I think, in your division. So someone telling me, like you telling me that, oh, yeah, people say I don't look like I do CrossFit kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, but it also led on to a, like a little discussion that we had about, you know, the difference between Kara Saunders and Sam Briggs kind of and, and the diversity within body shapes, even at the, the, the kind of top tier to which I said, that sounds really good. You should come on the podcast. And here we are. Here she is. Before before you, I allow you to get into that, Ellie, I, I just want to I that doesn't surprise me at all because you definitely don't look like you should be in a master's category at a competition. <laughs> um, so if when people say well, you don't look like you do CrossFit, well, you also don't look like you're in your 30s, I would assume is the master's is the master's category. So I would have put you probably early 20s, maybe mid if we're lucky. And that's not even me being like, oh, look at me. You know, I'm going to be really nice to our guest. Genuinely didn't think you were in your 30s. So um, I'm not surprised people don't say you look like a CrossFitter because you don't even look in your 30s. <laughs> they, I, they, I slyly scraped in this year because they've introduced a new category, but I'll take that. Thank you. CrossFit. What's the category? What, am I allowed to ask how old, how old you are? <laughs> I'm 30. So it's oh, 30. you are 30. Okay. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Like I've I'm definitely not a master, but I'm approaching that age. But um in terms of hearing that comment, it was interesting. Just obviously I put a post up today and there were so many girls that had similar experiences who I think look fit, like they look like they do CrossFit, they have muscles, they have quads, um, and it's just and it seemed to be, and maybe that's because it's the people that I interact with, but it did seem to be purely females that were getting comments on their body about how they should look, how they were supposed to look, um, both in terms of like you're too muscly on the extreme, but also you don't look like you're capable um, or you don't have abs, therefore you're doing it wrong or something like that. So it's um, it's interesting because... I feel like we pretend like there's not an aesthetic, like everyone in CrossFit is doing it because they want to be the fittest human. And we've given up on the idea of aesthetics and we're just doing it to, you know, perform our best, lift the best, be the fastest. When actually there is clearly a, clearly a, like an expectation of what people look like. And women are so varied, like you say, at the games that how can you possibly say you don't look like you do it? Because even if you lined all of those women up, Yes, they look fit, but they don't all look homogenous. I guess um, it, it's interesting isn't it? because it, it kind of goes back also to the varied nature of CrossFit, right? So if you line up a load of swimmers, there's less diversity. There's still diversity there, but it's less. And, you know, a load of basketball players or a load of, I don't know, hockey players, whatever it may be. And generally, people kind of gravitate to certain sports because they, they kind of fit the bill. And so it's sort of, you know, like I'm never going to be a basketball player because, you know, I don't live in America. So obviously the only reason, um, nothing to do with height. I was thinking about this actually, because I was thinking 
to, to, to mention this point and it's like you know body shape quite often dictates the kind of sport you do and I was thinking you know if you're very tall you go in for basketball if you're very tall you go in for swimming if you're very tall you probably go in for volleyball and I was really struggling to find the short man sport which might explain why I've not done a tremendous amount of sport in my life apart really? from CrossFit <laughs> there you go judo would be a small man sport ping pong but actually maybe mm. you need reach you need to be able to see over the table. <laughs> Short with long arms. <laughs> Mr. Tickle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, th- I think like, t- you know, there's, there's like two elements really. There's like what the CrossFit brand seeks to promote as like a CrossFitter. And I think there's like two elements there. They've got their kind of like billboard stuff that they do around the games. And then they've got, um, I mean, they've got the methodology stuff that they do more around the training. And I think like around the training that 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 I perceive and I'm happy to be, you know, shown and, and proven otherwise that they're they're pretty good at trying to reckon, uh, trying to promote that the methodology is for everyone. And so at the affiliate level, everyone should feel welcome within the within the gym with their own goals, within, you know, with their own capabilities. But it's definitely the case. And, you know, is it is it correlation causation that, you know, those that they promote at the kind of like fittest on earth are look a certain way but i did talk about this we got onto this topic actually with a um uh cheska bagley on chalking fitness um and she talked about the kind of like even within that you know we, we you I think we've already mentioned it there's diversity of body shapes and looks within the elite crossfit field but there does seem to be that kind of highlighting I'm trying to remember the term we used, the kind of like, um, you know, the stereo, I don't know whether stereotype is the right word, but it's the kind of like the um, commonly accepted kind of stereotype. I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but, but basically like there are some athletes who will get, uh, are more likely, I think, to be showcased versus others. And it's not always down to their, um, down to their, their stats and their performance uh, which is like we say, the aesthetic is gone. It's all about performance. Is it though? So why do we uh, only, um, why, why do we not necessarily, why do we bias the kind of coverage to, uh, to certain stories? Now I know there's an argument that you can be like, well, we want to try and create depth of story. And so beforehand we choose X, Y, and Z, but what made you choose X, Y, and Z? Um, and I think that's uh, really interesting. So yeah, that was a long kind of bimbling answer, but I think it's a, I think there's, it's, I'm really pleased Ellie, you wanted to come on and talk about this because I think it's, especially for, for myself, like, you know, as a, as, as a, you know, a male right it's easy to to think i'm liberal and don't judge but i think it's important to be kind of really made to kind of like you know double check are you making assumptions even when you don't realize it yeah and i think i make those assumptions all the time like i'm not i think we're programmed to do that like you know i was in the warm-up at um arnold some of the girls that i knew obviously i know what to expect from them i know how they're going to perform like i kind of just put that to one side but I my mind's going oh they look like they're going to be strong they look like they're going to be a gymnast they look like they're going to be fit and sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong and I, I, on the photography side of things which I assume Cheska was talking about where you seem to get athletes that are highlighted that do fit that very lean very muscular kind of um role it doesn't surprise me that photographers are going to want to photograph that because we're naturally drawn to think to think that that is more attractive because that's what we see more of and probably those photos are going to be reshared more and 
I'm not sure whether there's like malintent. I, I assume there's not. I just assume that they see those people, they see them moving and that's what fitness looks like to them. Um, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't assume malintent in anyone because I know that my brain's constantly do it, doing it and I have to check myself. Um, but it is. it was interesting at that event because half the girls I didn't really know, which is really cool. Um, and I was constantly making those assessments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's where you have to also kind of draw a sort of line with regards to also your intent as to why you're looking at people, why you think, because you are going to think a certain way um, when you see someone, and especially if you're at a competition, because, you know, technically a lot of these people are probably the people you're going against. So when you know the events, you can see people that you don't know and you, you can kind you're going to make certain assumptions, aren't you? Of like, well, this person looks like probably they can, they can handle the heavy weights or this one looks like they might be quite good at the gymnastics and you might be wrong and you, you are just speculating. Right. And I think it's the, you know, and I, I, and I guess we all do that and you even do that kind of for a reason, but then it crosses a certain line where speculation becomes less of just a, Oh, maybe they're good at this to a, well, if you look like this, you should be good at this or you should do that. And, and it kind of goes beyond simply speculating on, you know, what someone might or might not be, be good at. And I think we do that across the board, don't we? Like, you know, oh, this guy's quite tall. He looks like he probably can run quite fast. There's a lot of running in this event. They're probably going to be quite good. Mm. I was also thinking with, with you know, the, the, the post you put out and, and the comments that you got and that it is mostly women. Um, I, I guess with... And obviously, when we discussed it last time, it was for men. So we definitely didn't dive into this topic because we didn't have the courage. But, um, but you know, we spoke probably what we've experienced, which is either you look far too small to do CrossFit, you look like you're far too big to be doing CrossFit, or you're kind of, you look fit-ish, so you probably do do CrossFit. And then I guess the other metric that we get is, have you got abs? That's kind of like, that's sort of it, right? And then I think with with women, it there's you know the, the things you've mentioned before it's sort of the oh you're too muscular or oh you're not muscular enough or there's sort of becomes a, a degree of conversation that doesn't at least to my knowledge really exist within the, the, you know the male crossfit community even if we do talk about you know different athletes particularly at, at the games you know that they do look different and we might comment that you know maybe this guy looks a little bit too big to to win the games because he's going to struggle on these events again it's sort of speculation but it's done very much on that side of speculating about their performance at the games versus yeah. comments on how they look and, and whether or not we perceive that to be acceptable or not which seems to be where it crosses that line when people are talking about the female athletes i, f- I feel like a good example of that is i've I don't think i've ever watched the games and heard anyone talk about the body fat percentage of the guys maybe because it's always the same but maybe that's the case but if you think about an athlete like Laura Horvath like I heard a lot about her physique and and how that was potentially relating to how she was training now there might have been insider knowledge of how she was training and I know that she was all over the place in terms of location and potentially wasn't training as hard as she did when she podiumed but a lot of it was about oh she's carrying extra body weight and it's kind of like that's a couple of extra pounds like in reality, yes, it, it could maybe impact her her performance, but why are we focusing on the way she looks rather than like literally what she's doing on the field? And why do we even need to talk about that? And I know that there are a lot of um, 
I know that there's more of a movement to like move away from that. And I think that a lot of female athletes are coming out now and saying, actually, I want to sit at a higher body fat percentage because it's improving my performance. And that's new. Or they're talking about like menstrual cycles and getting those back and how that's actually improving their health overall. Um, But it does seem to be still prevalent, even at the top of CrossFit, to, to feel like you can make comments like that about an athlete. And I don't imagine that that did much for her in terms of her mental health maybe she's teflon i don't know but for me if i was constantly hearing oh she's a bit bigger or she should maybe train a bit harder as a games athlete i'd be pretty pissed off to be fair i think it's unacceptable for people to say that um as a as a bigger person um it is unacceptable for people to say that and i and i i'm not i'm not laura hobarth i you know i'm gonna i'm gonna get on to two things the first thing is it, it may be detrimental to her performance at the games if you are for example if you are running with a 10 kilo vest on if you were running with a 10 kilo vest on and someone else was running with a 12 kilo vest on then arguably you would probably do better than the person running with more weight on them now you know it doesn't quite work out like that because your body is comes as a complete unit and it, you know, it's not just like I'm putting some extra weight on my chest. Therefore, it's like a whole body thing. You know, I know fact when I, I guess, I guess it goes back to strength though. So it's not quite comparable. When I weighed 130 kilos, it was way easier to do a pull up than when I weigh 150 kilos. Right. And now that, that I guess that's just science. I could be 150 kilos and stronger. I'm not. I haven't, you know, I've, I've lost strength and stuff, but that that's kind of, that's, there's a potential that that makes a difference um, to male or female. Doesn't mean you have to say anything about it though. Right. <laughs> Doesn't mean you have to make a massive deal about it. Doesn't mean you have to bring it up at every opportunity that you possibly can. Um, and, you know, we're lovers of Laura Hobarth on this podcast and we've said it before, like the, the fact that, she she didn't win or the fact that she did better at handstand push-ups this year and everyone was making a big deal out of it like is not is not a thing that should happen um but when you're at the pinnacle of a sport fine margins do matter so yeah. for for her like actually potentially carrying a little bit more weight that is a fine margin that that can be can be win or lose because they, they win or lose generally by fine margin Again, it doesn't mean you have to say anything about it. It doesn't mean it has to be the main topic of conversation. But in your average real life, we started the podcast with a shout out to one of the presenters because they move really well on a specific movement. Now, I don't know. Now, this isn't a dig at you at all, Tom. This, I'm a bigger guy. People might not assume that a bigger guy moves quite as well in certain movements as you would imagine so because i'm a bigger guy makes it it does it does that make it um more surprising that i move in such a manner now as i say it's just not it's a subconscious thing rather than you didn't say that to be like you said it because you know that i just got back in the gym and i love encouragement that's that's why you said it to me and we're really good friends and and that's cool but when someone says to you you look thinner than you did before or you know what they're what they're saying what they're trying to do is be nice and i get that but what they're actually doing is judging you 
in every way, shape and form, quite literally your shape. So when they come to you and say, well, you look, you look like you're, you know, you look like you've lost loads of weight. Oh, that's, that's really kind. Um, on what planet is it okay to talk about my weight? Do you know what I eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner? Have I starved myself for the last three months to lose this three stone? Have I, you know, and that, that's, I find, I don't really say this to anyone. And now I'm saying it on a podcast. Um, that's, I, I feel like it's, I feel like I can say this around you, Ellie. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but I, um, yeah, it, it's, it is, for me, it's really difficult when people comment and, and I'm not a woman and I, and I don't get it all the time. And I understand that. And it, you know, I watched the, I can't remember what's the what's the Instagram. You look like a you dot look like dot like dot a dot man, which you like post all the you you I see you share all the time, Ellie. And it's I can't even imagine. I genuinely cannot even imagine what that must be like to have comments like that put on your Instagram. I I posted a comment. I posted a video yesterday, and you know, loads of people have seen it. Loads of people have been really positive about it. I don't know how I'd feel if someone posted something negative about it or if like, oi fat boy, why are you even bothering? Like, or, do you know what I mean? Or you look like a beached whale when you do sit-ups or wh whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine that, but women get that on a daily basis. People who post on Instagram that are ladies get that on a daily basis. Like, I don't know how that makes, um, uh, I assume you have some, maybe some experience of this Ellie, but how, how does that, make you feel because i have no idea how that would make me feel probably i'd probably want to burn the house down yeah um yeah i have experienced it probably not as much as others I'm, i think i'm lucky in that i'm still i don't have people sharing my stuff that often and, and the people that do are very much in the crossfit circles but i do understand the point of like there's two there's two themes isn't there there's like don't be an obvious dick like don't go and say to someone you don't look like you do crossfit or yeah. you should be you should look like this or oh i thought you'd be better than that all, all of those are horrible statements like no one should be saying those things sometimes we think them and then we have to check ourselves but like just don't vocalize it don't be a dick and then there's the well-meaning comments that are like um like if someone's been through some trauma or like you know like you say they've not been eating properly and then they, their abs are showing in a video and they're going oh you look great or whatever like just commenting on something like that can can again be very triggering for the person or encourage them to do things that aren't that great for their health um in terms of like people commenting on videos that the one time that it's um really happened it really happened for me is I ended up accidentally fe featuring on like a meme account because I banged my head during a, a pull-up like very viciously it was it's a great video <laughs> I really really caught myself and that got shared loads by people who don't do CrossFit so I was getting DMs um very varied like people are very um varied in in the comments about my body which is interesting so some of them were saying like I don't look like a train not lean enough or uh one was like all that lifting and you ain't even thick I was like that's that's a new one and I think thankfully I'm not saying I'm immune to this stuff like I've had a really poor relationship with my body in the past I've been very overweight when I was a kid I was very very skinny at uni so I'm not in a healthy way I think if if I'd have received those comments at those ages, like that would have broken me. But thankfully, as trite as it is, 
I know what I'm capable of doing. So it kind of bounced back, but I'm not saying it, not saying it did totally. I did bite to some of these people. I responded and you should never do that. I know got into debates about how much I can squat and what can they do. Send me a video. I would love, I would love, I do you know what I'd love to have like just a, uh, uh, like a, 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 a screenshot of all of those like just it because it's though it's that kind of raw who are you to tell me what I should be doing feeling looking like and it like I, I the first person I would love to see the screenshot of that because I imagine they got it well what could you what could you uh squat then douchebag I imagine Honestly. maybe but they're all 12 year old boys in America with nothing but like it, it you know it doesn't matter and it taught me a lot about not responding to people that say those kinds of things um and I and I feel sorry for people who are more on the like influencer side of of CrossFit um you know everyone's got to make money in some way lots of people do that by sharing images of their body or like their training videos or promoting stuff and a few of my friends are receive horrific things on a daily basis about the way that they look. And I'm sure that it impacts them more than they would let on. Like they say, oh, I'm training just because I want to perform really well. But obviously you also want to be thought of as someone who's attractive or at least not have the comment that you're not. Um, so yeah, I, it's a, it is a very, I think it's a very female orientated thing, but I did, I'm imagining that it happens across the board because people can't help themselves. Um, I've already been kind of had so much to kind of like take away and think about on the conversations I've heard, both Ellie, what you've been saying, and and you, Sam. Um, and you're right to kind of like to to point to you know my my comment to you, my shout out to you, and and I guess what it kind of comes back to, and and Jason, this links into I think what you were talking about at the beginning is that there's what you think. We're all allowed to think whatever we want. And most of us have the ability to filter that into what we, what we then say. So, you know, being in the warm-up area of a competition, judging people by their looks because you don't know them and trying to think about and think is the key word about a strategy. Are they going to be good at this? What are they going to do? That person looks like they're probably going to be able to go unbroken on that, right? There's all that. You can, you can think what you want in your head. You can be your own judge, jury, and executioner, you know, if that's not constructive, um, but, you know, there's that element. But it's then like if you then just decide that you're going to voice it. Um, so there's, you know, what you think, then what you say, but then more importantly, how you say it, right? Because so, you, Ellie, you've just been talking about essentially trolls, right? They are going, they're saying it in a way because they want to cause harm, get a rise, get a kick out of it. Um, but what I think, you know, was I've just also been highlighted to me there was that, um, and Sam, I think you you kind of really, you know, and thanks for kind of talking about it so openly. It's like how you say it, but also then how it's received. Now, those two are in kind of a combined, but you you can not, you know, you you think you think something and then you say it in a way that you think it is very nice, but you don't know how that person's going to react. So, I mean, there is an approach you can be like, so, you know what, just don't say anything better to not say anything or to focus on, you know what? talk about something that is not related to physical appearance, but there are many things which could kind of like um, be interpreted incorrectly. Um, you know, oh, I don't take that person seriously, but uh, yeah, no. So I think I've kind of got a lot with that. Um, so no, thank you. The, the one, the other thing I want to say is that Ellie, based on those comments, um, there was a lot around, you said that it's mainly women. We're talking about um, um, 
you know the comments they've had and sam you said oh i i, I couldn't imagine like receiving something negative i'd want to burn the house down i've once had a friend and he's a very close friend we were meeting up for the first time in ages and he went your uh your legs are looking really skinny tom have you uh you not you've not been working out much i the fact i can still remember it and i think about it all the time and i then went off on one about how i'd had an injury and hadn't been able to squat but i'm sure it was the jeans i was wearing as well and so you know it's to kind of like get that all the time but i suppose the main thing is is i'd never expect to get that from a, a woman and i know there were some comments on on your post early where it was like women typically can get that from men in a trolling sense but equally can get it from from women with perhaps the same venom or meant in kindness but it doesn't necessarily come through that way so uh you know it's given me a lot to think about so I, I, I think it's interesting because I'm thinking along kind of similar lines to you, Tom, with the intent and also the way things are received. And then I think the other variable that you have to throw in there is that everybody's different. And so the same thing that you could say with the same intent to 10 different people is going to be received differently, not based on any you know measurable metric, but simply the way you, know, you could have somebody that is, has gone in with that goal of losing weight. And they are training hard and dieting hard and, you know, dieting is in the sense of eating what they need to eat and they are reaching their goals and they're losing weight. And we're all too scared to say anything. And they're like really kind of walking around in a way of like, come on, note it. Can't you, I've been working really hard and they want someone to say, Hey, you, you look great. You really look like, then you've got someone else that would rightly say, look, it's none of your business. How I look, how dare you know, what are you saying? I didn't look nice before. And we've kind of got no control over that. And that's, and that's where, again, things like Instagram, the biggest issue is you can't retone in a message. You don't necessarily know the person. You just think you know the person. You can't have a, com you know, if you do say the wrong thing, you can't, I don't want to say backpedal, but you can't say, oh, look, I didn't mean it like that. I was just, you know, I'm just trying to say this kind of, you don't have a discourse. You just have, you know, a, a comment launch that you might get later. And then I was thinking, you know, uh, talking of like commenting on people's appearance or, you know, making judgments based on the way people look, it's kind of a, it, it's a little bit of a factor that sort of when you, when you're looking at like the CrossFit games and it's about to happen and, and, you know, pundits are trying to predict how people will perform. There's only a limited amount of metrics they have that they can use. And it's going to be, how did they do in the open? How did they do it there? you know, semi-final, how have they done in past years? And obviously if, a, if an athlete came in, you know, much bigger or much smaller or something like that, that would probably weigh in or, or you know, rogues coming up. I was listening to, to Brian Friend talking about that. And one of the elements was there was at rogue, there's a lot of heavy lifting, heavy implements. You know, maybe this person is going to struggle more than they did at the games where there were a lot more events that maybe could have been in their wheelhouse kind of thing. So I, I feel like it is a metric that at times does need to be used, but then there's the way you use it and maybe who uses it. Um, thinking, you know, we mentioned Laura Horvath and, and kind of her size. One of the best things I've ever heard about that was Chris Henshaw talking about running and how he'd helped Kara Saunders and talking about Laura and talking about Jason Kalipa. So he wasn't just picking on these women. He was talking about a certain body type that would absolutely smash a rower, but because they're having to carry their weight as they run, 
this is the challenge that they will have as a runner compared to this type of athlete. And this is what they did to work on that. And I feel like that makes sense, right? He, you know, that's, that's biomechanics. He's explaining something. And again, it's not a comment on an Instagram post. It was a well thought out discourse with, you know, data, both kind of, and, and the fact that he had been involved in the training of these people. Unfortunately, that then opens the door, doesn't it? Because if he can comment on somebody's size, well, so can everybody else. And, and, and I guess that's where then the int intent comes in and, and how are we commenting and why are we doing it? But again, I feel like even that comes to extremes because then when it starts getting to like, you know, uh, specifically appearance over performance, then you start getting um, into that very kind of dark area that we've mentioned before. I think... <laughs> and oh, sorry, Seth, because I was going to say, because yeah, I think Tom's right. comment about the, the, the box stepovers that you were doing, again, you know, you, you'd mentioned just before, like if you're running and you're two kilos heavier than the other person, or you've got a 10 kilo vest versus a 12 kilo vest. And I, and I think that's just the logic there, isn't it? Like if Tom had seen me doing a load of stepovers, he's like, you're light as a feather. Of course, you're going to, you know, fly. Well, actually, he'd probably be impressed that I could get up onto the box. That would have been his comment. We, we always joke, like and that, that's, that's kind of where I'm come. That's where I'm going to next. So the, the idea that I don't mind when Tom says stuff like that, because Tom's my friend and I trust Tom and I care about what he thinks of me. So actually, if Tom, if Tom walked in and went, do you know what, mate, you've been working out loads recently. And it really shows like, if that's like, he knows what I, I haven't because <laughs> I, I haven't walked, literally have trained before yesterday once in the last month. Um, but I, but, I know that Tom knows where I am and, and what I've, where I'm, where, like the journey, John, Tom's with me on the journey. Jason is with me on the journey and that I'm the most guilty person of saying stupid things to people, probably more guilty than most because I say stuff and then think, why on earth have I said that? If someone said that to me, I'd be devastated. And I, and I don't mean it in a, um, I say it all the time. I'm surprised anyone ever gives me a microphone ever in their life. Um, but I, which may have just done me out of loads of work, but that's, that's by the by. But I, I self-analyze. So the video yesterday that I posted, or the, the, in the past, now we're in the podcast, the, the video that I posted I have watched that back probably 15 times, if not more. So I've spent 15 minutes of my life looking back at that video and analyzing myself, thinking, why? My first thought was, I look so big. Like, I genuinely, like, I, I thought that t shirt doesn't look right on me. I thought those shorts, like, they're just, it looks like my ass is eating them. My, like, my legs don't look like they, I just, the, the first five times I watched that, I thought, this is rubbish. Why have I even posted this video? I don't want anyone to see this video. And then as the more that I watched it, the more I thought, you know what, this is just a, like, this is a timestamp of me posting something. And I, I'm, I'm not the sort of person who posts that kind of thing. I think I've maybe posted that, like, I've maybe posted like three workout videos in the last two years. But I, it's a, it's a, for me, that is a timestamp. 
I'm not doing it because I need to influence anyone. Maybe some people will be helped by the kind of parentness of it, of like, it's really hard trying to get into a rhythm of being a parent and trying to work out when you, when, when you can and can't train and stuff like that. And that came off the back of the chat we had with Royce the other day. And, but actually like, it goes back to how you say things. Now I can take things a certain way. And generally speaking, people will say things to me and I'll just be like, yeah, whatever. And I only picked up on the thing that you said, Tom, because, because we're talking about that topic and you happened to say it earlier. Like I get that on, on a daily basis. Some people will say, no one ever says to me, apart from maybe my mom or my nan, cool, you look like you've put weight on. <laughs> but, but my mom and my nan are not people to talk about weight. Let's put it that way. Okay, I can say that because they're my parents, my grandparents. Um, but <laughs> they're hugging onto a few pounds. They don't listen to this, so we're all right. Um, but they... I get I genuinely get that on a, on a regular basis. People would say that to me. They'd say, you know, you look like you've lost weight. And I tell them, no, I haven't. You have not, you must have just not seen me for a little while. I must be wearing some skinny jeans. I must be wearing a bigger t-shirt or something like that. And I'm not even saying that to be to them to feel like, you know, trying to make them feel better or anything like that, or trying to make myself sound bad. I've probably just eaten a McDonald's or something something along those lines so you do have to it goes back to the way that you take it and i generally take it everyone's with a pinch of salt like it is it is what it is people say things that they say right but as you go back to instagram again or anywhere where people can just instantly judge you it should be insta judge instead of instagram shouldn't it like that i think i feel like that's what it should be um but yeah it goes back to like I can say all these things, but actually I do genuinely feel like women get a much worse deal than men. And, and maybe like, maybe there are some men out there who have been trolled just as bad, but I can't imagine it really. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I wanted to ask Ellie with like the messages that you received, um, not the messages you received on your video, but the, the post you put out today. So the different people that were commenting on it, I kind of wondered who says it to them. Because that's, again, when you link back to kind of intent, I, I'm just wondering if the, because I, I think the initial conversation we'd had a, you know, a few weeks ago, um, the reason I kind of brought that up as, a, as an interesting topic would, was because I received a message from a friend who doesn't do CrossFit, but knows quite a lot of people here that do. And he sort of said, you know, there's a lot of people that do CrossFit that don't look like they do CrossFit. And I was like, well, this would be an interesting topic. And then, you know, we, we talked about T-shirt sizes and stuff as well. So that kind of rolled in from that. Um, but I'm wondering if the comments so, that you kind of hear. Yeah, it's really very, it was actually really interesting because I've never, I've never had anything to my face um, from women um, or online from women, but the people that were commenting had said, you know, there was one girl that said um, a group of girls had told her or said very loudly while she was passing, like, does she think that that looks good? Like she, for me, is like, she's super ripped. She looks great in my opinion. Um, and again, like it, they're all just opinions because it's just it's it's art, isn't it? It's just you're looking at your body as a as a piece of an art, art form. But that was a group of women and that surprised me. But again, they weren't in the CrossFit bubble. Um, and then the there was another lady that DM'd me um, who is a bit older, who said that her friends had also said something to her um, very specifically about how she was looking and how men wouldn't find that appealing anymore. And then the, there were a couple of girls who 
And that tends to be, if I can make a generalization by a very small poll that happened today, like the muscular women will get comments from non-training women. It seems to be like women commenting on muscular women. And then it's the women who don't look, they don't look like they've got abs or they don't look as big maybe that will get comments from men more say more so um so like the comments that i've got have always been from men. which which is a great irony when you think about it because the women are saying oh men aren't going to find you attractive if you're that ripped and then the women that aren't that ripped are getting comments from the men <laughs> saying oh you don't look ripped enough so it is i think i think this group of women and this group of men need to speak to each other they, and they maybe cancel each other out like. <laughs> you should take from that that like it doesn't matter because everyone's going to have an issue like it doesn't it literally doesn't matter and that's something that mm. i have to remind myself of because again recently like you were saying sam like i look at my recent competition photos and i know that i look like i do crossfit i, I know that but i'm not as lean as i have been so like, i'm dissecting stuff and being like or I should post that because it's a good post because I don't have abs and therefore people should see it because it shows that, you know, I still did well at this event, but I don't, you know, I have a bit of a belly hanging out for like, as someone who is relatively in a normal size body, it's still different to how it was and that you can track how, how those comments affect you based on how you're feeling about yourself. And naturally for me, that's also generally when I'm, feel like I'm looking less like I want to because I'm not training as well I'm not eating as well I'm not sleeping as well my mood's lower and then I'm maybe getting comments from other people and then I'm also dissecting videos like, like you say when you're watching your training videos back and I'm really trying not to do it but I don't think I can't be alone like I'm firstly looking at how I look and then secondly looking at what I'm doing and that's that's not an ideal place to be in um and I'm a nutrition coach as well so like I'm constantly trying to draw this people Think this out of people and I, I I always find it a really tough balance to try and open up about what I'm going through whilst also trying to coach them through what they're going through and give them advice that maybe I should take myself um so I on the back of all of this kind of dissecting how I looked got a nutrition coach um despite being one myself you can never coach yourself um and one of the things that came up for me was like okay I want to look how I did last year and she was like how are you training last year brilliantly shall we fuel for performance then instead of fueling for aesthetics and then that'll be a byproduct yeah that's what I would say to someone that I coach it's just nice to hear it back to yourself sometimes that was a bit of a ramble but yeah um it's it's a minefield <laughs> I mean, you, you say it's a ramble, but it actually probably puts into context a bit more why that off-the-cuff comment hurts so much or does have such weight to it. Because I think sometimes, you know, when we talk again about intent, if we don't have a bad intent or maybe not, not necessarily we have an, a positive or negative intent, we, a lot of people have just far too much time on their hands. So they will just comment for no reason. And that comment of, oh, you know, you don't look this or you look that, I mean, they might know that, oh, that, that could hurt the person maybe a bit or they might not like this or something but they don't know what you know all of that lead up behind it as you're saying like the other fact that i've had to have somebody else come in to talk to me to talk through my goals what it should be eating how i should be fueling all of, and you know you're doing all of that and then that comment comes so they they just see the picture or the post they don't see the lifestyle the stresses the everything that's led to it which is why it could almost seem like 
it could seem like an overreaction. Like, oh, you know, he just said this. Who cares what that person said? You know, it's just a picture. And you're like, it's not just a picture. It's 12 months of work <laughs> that this person is commenting on. And, and obviously that has more weight than, you know, just somebody commenting on, on a photo. It's, it's kind of like ignorance, right? Because you, Ellie, you mentioned there that like, people are often outside the, outside the bubble, whatever that bubble might be. Let's say, let's call it functional fitness for now or training. Right. So they don't, and, and Jason, you were saying they don't appreciate that that photo to that individual is, is and Sam, you called it a timestamp as well. Right. So they're kind of like critiquing it like it's, you know, you know, in a way that it was never presented. And yeah, Insta Judge is a great uh, Instagram versus Insta Judge. There we go. Episode title. Um, but uh, it, it's, and I guess one of the things I, I kind of want to finish on um, with, with this is, is like, um, we talk about so our, our community functional fitness right is it better than the wider fitness community and you know i i think it's it's like at least shaking her well, head. yeah yeah so, so you know <laughs> this may not be the end of this it may only be the uh the, the, the you know the, the next topic right for discussion is that like um you know you, you mentioned it like women can often comment on other women when they perceive them to not look attractive to men why why are they doing it why are they tearing each other down right when on top of that you've got men making comments and so there's someone um so jim and this is a little bit of an adjacency but i think it's the cause of it is um the root cause of it is what we're talking about today and that is so there's a there's a fitness influencer natalie b fitness it's been showcased on uh gymshark women who is crowdfunding to set up a women only gym so that um kind of uh women can train in a space where they don't feel stared upon approached touched like you know receive unwanted attention and it the mind boggles that we need to create those spaces but i know we do if that makes sense so i'm not oblivious to the fact that those types of spaces are needed but i'm so at a loss for the world that why there's exists so much misogyny in the world that women need to create those safe spaces for each other and it it's it's really upsetting really like you know and um so but the, what's all, all more upsetting is then the ignorance of comments being like oh well are we gonna get a men only gym and it's just like people just and there's another example of insta judging right where they're not thinking about the um equity that we're seeking there it's not a, and and it's whether it be kind of male, female and, and kind of like gender equity or and gender equality or whether we're talking about how we just pass comments on people of the same sex, of opposite sex. It's just um, I'm just having a little rant there. But I guess what I'm trying if I go back to the beginning, it was are we better within our fitness uh, within our functional fitness community and are we receiving and i say we are, are predominantly women receiving these comments from those outside of the community or have we got a lot to sort out within our community before we start complaining about the comments that are coming externally as well sorry sam i, I cut you off there no no that's fine no it it, it that adds to what i was going to say so i think instead of it being a, it's not a, i don't I, it, inevitably it's not a male female thing because ellie literally said five minutes ago that she heard she had a message from a woman hearing other women tearing her down for her image mm -hmm. so it a women only gym is not necessarily going to do that i think there are lots of other issues which would be solved by having women only in the gym but Maybe there should be like some test of being a dick. 
right? Because <laughs> like, essentially... Non, that's, non-gender that's, specific, that, are exactly, you a dick? <laughs> That is exactly what we're talking about. And, and that brings me on to the answer to your question. I, I In the gym, within the... F- I, I, I go to a CrossFit gym. I can't speak for other functional fitness facilities. Um, but my gym, you wouldn't hear that. The only person who talks about the way that people look is the coach and only when they are doing some form of nutritional prescribing okay now and so sam will often say to me maybe not often will sometimes say to me haven't seen you very much recently are you okay now what he's asking what i know that he's asking me and what i know he's telling me is i look run down I look like I haven't been eating well and I look and, and he knows I haven't been training. So, so he knows what is going on behind the scenes in order for me to not be in the training facility, to not be eating well, to not be sleeping well. You, he can tell all those things by just looking at me and I give him permission to do that for me. And, and you know, you don't, they don't have to be the, the coach in the gym, but they have to be the person that you give permission to to say those things like Ellie for you, I imagine it's your nutritional coach and they don't I imagine they don't talk about your physique necessarily. They probably ask you questions about the way you feel, the way you look like, and, and you, you, you invite that. That's their, that's their job. Like, whereas, and, and I, I've in the, within the gym and maybe you guys have got different experiences, but within the gym, I don't get people saying, <laughs> maybe I do, but that's because I'm bigger. People being there are people being encouraging who who are desperate to encourage me, and sometimes and I I reluctantly say this because I don't want them to stop because I know that they're being encouraging, but sometimes it feels like I'm failing because I'm not meeting the expectations of what I think they want. They might say, you know, oh yeah, you're doing you're crushing this. Come on, big guy, you know, or you you know you're. You're, you're doing this amazingly for a big guy like yeah you got two you know you've got more handstand push-ups you know and that that's that's amazing for a big guy like you like you know those kind of things and I don't want him to stop saying those things but I I didn't necessarily give him permission to do that like and my coach I do so I yeah that's kind of where I'm coming from and I, I, I'm going to kind of open it out now I don't I don't think uh, just to cap it off, I don't think that um, there is the negativity, the, neg- the, the, the negative comments necessarily within my own gym that I feel, but maybe, as you say, on Instagram, people might see and go, oh, that was, a, you know, the post that I put up, oh, well, why would he post something like that, you know? Oh, well, pr- you know, how much of a prima donna is he posting his workout videos, you know? But that, whatever, done it. Jump off. <laughs> the end that's, a, that's uh, i was like what that's a mic drop <laughs> yeah <laughs> done it get over it we can do yeah well i I'd, and I'd, i mean what you've done there sam is you've kind of like you know spoken about your experience and and that's why i kind of put it out there is that like my my experience but i don't have a breadth of experience necessarily i, I can only train I, I don't compete um i don't post a lot of stuff on instagram so you know I'm not sure how I'd feel if I got negative comments on Instagram posts. Uh, I've never received negative comments in, um, in um, 
like in the gym environment, which is why I kind of pose that question is that like, is it going on? And, and I'm just fortunate that I'm not receiving it directly. I think I was shaking my head before, but I think generally in gyms, they're safe spaces if they're functional fitness gyms. Certainly where I train, I've never heard anything negative either that I would ever say to someone that I coach or someone saying to someone else. I have heard there's a guy that's lost a lot of weight. He's been on a weight loss journey. Like that's his goal. He, he has lost over 30 kilos and people do compliment on how he's looking all the time which I find awkward, but only because I overanalyze absolutely everything. Should I be saying that? Oh, what's it going to make him think? And I don't think that there's any right or wrong in, in doing it. It's what that person wants to hear. And I think he's encouraged by it. So crack on with all of those guys. The reason I was shaking my head before is I still don't think that we've t- entire, I think a lot of the narrative is like, we've removed ourselves from aesthetics, like this strong, not skinny stuff or like thick thighs save lives. Like, it's still focusing on, on the aesthetics of the female and females are saying about themselves, probably to eschew what they've learned as a kid of like, I need to be skinny. No, actually I'm not a skinny girl. Like, and I'm now strong. So like, but we, but that's still a focus on how we look. Um, and it's a, a thing that I, I'll end on this a debate that I have really often with my coach because he thinks that often when some someone comes through a gym if it's functional fitness we kind of prescribe to them no you need to focus on being fit not on your aesthetics and he said he would work with someone if their goal is aesthetically driven then he would work them with on that on that with them and my goal as a coach or what I would want to do is eventually try and challenge a person to understand why they want to look a certain way because I think that a lot of the things we think are choices aren't choices they're just what we've been influenced by and originally I was influenced by Glamour magazine and Kate Moss and now I'm influenced by the people at the games and so I'm still being influenced and I'm still driving somewhat aesthetically I guess that's my thought on it do you feel like you were so you're influenced by different ends of spectrums or whatever but do you feel like this is a daft question because I know the answer is going to be no, but do you feel like you would like to influence people in a, I know it will be yes, actually you, you would like to influence. I, I feel like you would like to influence people in a good way. And how do you feel like you would go about how, how would, how, if you could rewrite the rule book, if you could rewrite the Instagram rule book. How would you, how you personally, how do you think you would influence people in the way you and I'm, that's a really difficult question at the end of a, at the end of a podcast. But but actually, like that's how what I feel at the moment. Like I feel like you've got a lot to say into that. So it, I'd be daft not really to ask good, this question. Really good question, and it's not. I'm not doing what I should be doing. Like what I should be doing is taking the photo that I don't like of myself because I don't think I look as lean as in the, all the other photos and posting that. But then. It, I'd have to explain why I'm posting it. Maybe I should just post it and just shut up and just keep posting everything, every 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 little bit of my training. I do try and do that more than I think most do, but I think there's still work that I can do because I'm still taking some bits off and hiding those. So that's you've given me an action from this call, which is good. Thanks. I suppose it works both ways, doesn't it? If somebody's always picking out the best possible picture they can find and posting that, it's influencing people in one way. If you're deliberately picking the worst pictures of you and posting that, 
technically you're, you're influencing people in a different way. So as you said, maybe it's an all or nothing. Uh, I think within the functional fitness space and CrossFit gyms in particular, we are more driven to performance, but at the same time, there is an aesthetic payoff to that. And I think we know, you know, because we train together and we know each other quite well and it's quite social, you know, somebody who's working really hard at a certain thing, trying to look a certain way. And, uh, you know, if, if they are working hard and they do want that feedback, then if we know them well, we know that kind of maybe they do want that feedback and we can give it. And if, if they don't, we know maybe well to leave them alone. It does seem like everybody's different and people are going to take it different ways. And until there's some massive shift in society in general, probably we're never going to win, um, which is potentially why we've had one of our longest episodes. And as as always, we have resolved nothing, but it's been good just to just to have the conversation, right? Just to kind of get the ideas out there. But I, I was just thinking when we were talking about that, that um, you know, someone that I train with regularly that I know that, you know, their goal is to lean down a bit because we talk about their meal prep. Uh, and then, you know, when I was out of the gym for a, a month, they were messaging me after a workout that they'd been able to do handstand pushups. They'd never done them before that they were able to do the pull-ups in the, in the workout. So clearly that's someone that, you know, wants me to tell them well done. Right. <laughs> but again, the relationship is there. I didn't find him on Instagram and just randomly send him a message saying, Oh, you look, I've been scrolling through your feed. You look like you've lost some weight and you can finally do handstand pushups. Well done. Um, you look like you need to do but, some meal prep. <laughs> yeah. I can't talk to anyone about meal prep. Mine is horrendous. Anyway, thank you very much, Ellie, for coming on. Uh, it's been nice to have your your insight that was uh, probably very different from our experiences, as Thomas mentioned. And, and obviously, Sam, thanks for sharing a lot of your personal experiences as well. If you want to follow Ellie and see what she's decided to do with regards to posting pictures, <laughs> you can find her at um, Ellie, I was going to say Ellie Gel, Ellie Gel on Instagram. Uh, Tom is at Chalking Fitness. Sam is La Roche Original. I'm Jason CF Media. You can follow the podcast at plate.stack.chat or you can support us on patreon.com slash platestackchat and we'll see you all next week.